everyone. Welcome to our next episode, another episode of Chop Maoni. Thank you for being here. I am your one of your hosts, Wagari. And I am the other one, Sophie. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. I've been thinking uh-huh. about something interesting. Tell us. Are your kids up to date with their vaccines? I think so. Me, I don't even know where to find the update for vaccines anymore. <laughs> what the other do you day mean? I was at Gertrude's and they're like, have you got the cholera vaccine? I'm like, there's a cholera vaccine. Yeah, there is. That one I, did, that, I did it there because you were like, did you know? Did you but know, I yeah. have no idea what is the scheme or schedule <laughs> of vaccines anymore. So, Are they old enough now? Like, what's the cutoff? Okay, I don't know if there's ever a cutoff because there's some which you continue having later, depending. But there's the standard ones, which they have until they're about, I think, two years old. And then after that, yeah, that they kind of taper off. Yeah, but that one is in the book. Yeah. But so yours are up to date up until the. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm missing a couple of them. Like I've not Don't done. Don't tell me anti-vaxxer. No, no, I'm not. I am not. Which is a very interesting topic we're going to get into today. <laughs> um, but what I'm missing is like yellow fever because I'll do it later and uh, chicken pox. I don't know if I want to do the chicken pox. Um, you know what? I had misgivings about the chicken pox. Okay. Yeah. My son got chicken pox when he was um, around three. Yeah. And he immediately gave it to my daughter who was not yet one. And the chicken pox vaccine yeah. you take, you get when you're one. Yeah. So, so she, she got it bad. She got it really bad. And even I think the scars that she has now of yeah. chicken pox are going to stay forever. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I think it was good that she got the actual chicken disease. Pox. Yeah. Because now she doesn't, she's she not going to get it later. Yeah. And the, I, what I, from what I understand, if you don't have chicken pox like the actual one, mm. you could get shingles. Yeah, later, which is. Which sucks. Is mud. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? Have you done it? I haven't done it for the kids. Um. I'm, and I'm thinking maybe they should just get the chicken pox, but you know, there's nobody who currently has it, <laughs> so I can't get you them. You are fine, don't worry. Infected. You can get, you hear someone has chicken pox, take them first. I know, I need to put it on out there on social media. If your kid has chicken pox, give me a call so I can bring my totals. <laughs> Drop us a message at Chopin. So they can, you know, be infected. Mm. So, yeah, if I can, if they can get the chicken pox, I'm like, yeah, Have get the it. Both of you had chicken pox? I had it, yeah, when I was a kid, and I think Ted did too. Mm-hmm. But I, I should check with him. I'm not really sure what he, he got or didn't have. But the interesting thing that I want to talk about today, which touches on vaccines, is the whole HPV vaccine. Have mm-hmm. you heard about this? I know what HPV is, but I've not heard any news about it. Is okay. there news? Yes, there's news about this. I've so been, uh, please note, don't judge me. I have been out of the... <laughs> no. of, uh, I've been machinani for yeah. the last week. So it's really interesting. So you know HPV is linked to... Cervical cancer. So first, cancer. what does HPV stand for? So HPV stands for Human Papilloma Virus, mm-hmm. and it's it's a very common virus, and it has several strains. There's about a hundred strains mm-hmm. of this virus, mm-hmm. and people will have them different times in their lifetime. They'll have different versions of it. It's highly infectious. Um, the one that is particularly interesting is the one that is linked with cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So HPV is linked to cancer, and there's. I think two or three strains, there's number 16, number 18, and another one, which are directly linked to cancer. When you say linked to cancer, that they, cause, they cause cancer? They cause cancer. What? Yes. So there's been a really big push to develop a vaccine against these three particular strains mm-hmm. that are responsible for 70% of the cancers. Mm-hmm. And now here's, here's the sticky part. So 
HPV is an STD. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. everyone who is going to have sex or is having some of it right now probably is like getting right some now? HPV. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. like this very moment. Mm-hmm. So listen up, you sexy people. <laughs> um, so so here's the problem. The Catholic Church has come out against vaccination of children against HPV. My God, I'm a Catholic. And you're a Catholic, <gasps> and I'm, as are many people. So the church has said, let's not do this. They have concerns about the vaccine and its safety. Although I don't know if that's the only point for them. Um, I know the Catholic Church has been against a lot of vaccines. There's a time they were against the tetanus jab in but Kenya. Why? why are they? Gosh, I'm a bad Catholic, so I don't understand. <laughs> why are they against vaccines? Some of them. So, which is interesting. So, the tetanus vaccine is usually given to pregnant women or women. Yeah, usually pregnant women. Mm-hmm. Because the idea is if a woman does not have her baby in a hospital, mm-hmm. then she will likely be exposed to the tetanus jam at delivery. So, she could get infected and her baby could get infected. Mm-hmm. So, it is given to pregnant women to prevent that. Okay, so that is standard. But the Catholic Church has been opposed to the, the, the tetanus jab because I think for them, it is somehow tied in with fertility and sterility. So there have been an argument that the tetanus jab has not been properly tested to confirm that women are not going to suddenly become sterile. And you know how the Catholic is really big on women having babies. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> to that to our fault. Yeah. So, so they, they have this Wait, issue. Wait, but isn't it valid then? I mean, if they're concerned that it has not been thoroughly tested, then shouldn't it be thoroughly tested? I it mean, should you don't, you be. don't want to just be vaccinating people willy-nilly and then you find that you've been doing something wrong. Precisely. Um, but there has been no... There's been no there's been no studies or anything that has shown that the tetanus jab is problematic. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So there was a big noise about it in Kenya, and they even some samples were taken to some labs where the the particular vaccine was tested, and they found there was nothing to worry about. But the Catholic churches remained adamant mm. that women should not receive this, and their push is because of this whole fertility issue, not because of safety or anything else, but the fact that women will become sterile. I mean, if there was cause, I mean, if there was cause for this vaccine to make you sterile, for sure, that is for a big concern. Sure, I mean, yes. yes, go Catholic Church for protecting us. But if there's no, there's no, well, there's been, the second thing is, if there are no studies, then there's no people evidence. need to do studies. Someone yeah. needs to invest and do the studies to make sure that that doesn't yeah. happen. But three, if we have been doing it long enough that people have been getting tetanus injections and still been babies, <laughs> then... <laughs> Uh, there should not be too much cause for alarm. And, but I think it's also something with the fault that's too fault with the Catholic Church because once they take a stance, they, it. it's very difficult for them to dial back exactly. on that stance. Yeah. I mean, Lord knows when we're ever going to have female priests. Jesus, I don't think we're ever going to have female priests. It's not happening. But, um, they're so they take a they once they take a stand. It's it's for death. It is not. They are not changing <laughs> it's it to the death. Kabisa. Yeah, and especially where it concerns human health, mm-hmm. their stand has an impact mm. because you know the faithful are like kasisi amesema, <laughs> so it's we're not gonna get that jab. So now here is where it comes becomes important, especially for HPV. Mm. So. And I'm, I'm kind of myself, I'm concerned about, you know, giving my kids this job because it's recommended for both boys and girls. Now, usually... Wait, we're supposed to give them a boys. HPV boys? Yes, because boys are carriers or men are carriers of the virus uh-huh. in most cases. Women are not carriers. Women usually get infected. That's why the a lot of cervical cancer is tied into, into HPV. HPV exposure. Mm-hmm. So 
the and with men there's no outward effect so you wouldn't even know that this person is a carrier mm. because there's no physical manifestation of mm. of the disease or of the virus or of the cancer so it's Do recommended they, can they them. get cancer the men from hpv yes so it depends so here's the thing the catholic church is concerned that exposing women or girls to hpv is not safe because it will lead to possible sterility issues mm. okay um especially for the girls but then they don't think about these other cancers that are caused by hpv mm-hmm. their position would be because hpv is an std simply don't have sex then mm. we don't have to worry about getting hpv i'm sorry simply <laughs> don't have abstain basically we, we, this is what the church is saying yes ha, only have sex with your one partner okay. uh-huh. yeah. yeah so that one they're okay with mm. but for all other people mm. who are experimenting and you know trying mm. out abstain so that is well, their that's message that's consistent in their message which is that's fine consistent. but mm. it's not based in reality mm. we know people are not going to abstain teenagers yeah. are not going to abstain yeah. so why not vaccinate them why not because they're concerned you can you can test for cancer in many other ways and you can catch it early but so here's the question how many how many women are going for cancer screening especially cervical cancer screening in this well, country i mean not in this country for sure i mean they're not even facilities to do things like that yeah so um and it's also it's also a concern because the catholic church is huge and there yeah. are whole countries that are like predominantly catholic. catholic so if they it can even affect policy like right if the hospitals and if the catholic church says no then the hospitals are definitely not going to do it because it's a catholic facility. because the catholic also catholic so, yeah. uh the catholic church has a lot of hospitals yes hospitals so you may not even be able to find these uh, facilities there so it is very important yeah um That being said, I know there a lot of rogue Catholics. <laughs> yeah. This one Catholics not included. Are, uh, rogue Catholics. <laughs> You're all doing yeah, rogue contraception and um, yeah. and to some extent there is some sort of personal um you know, you decide what you what what you're going to do or, or not. No, not do. Um but yeah, I think definitely the the Catholic Church has a, a large influence on how people do things mm-hmm. and if and if this is the hard stance that they're taking, then we you know, this is possibly going to be something that's happening a lot in the future. But that being said, yeah. I can't think, I don't imagine, uh, like we're saying if the, when the Catholic say, Church says, it says. But the Catholic Church has said, abstain. Please, how many, <laughs> how many people abstain? Let's look at Latin America. Yeah. <laughs> Predominantly Le- Catholic. Catholic. Can, we, Catholic. can we really say that the people who abstain? No. I don't think so. So yes. I think there is some kind of like, yes, it's a directive, but yeah. dude, please. Okay. Exactly. But now in Kenya, what has has happened since then is now the Catholic Doctors Association is also saying, don't get this vaccine. It's a Catholic way. You're teaching me something. I am Catholic teaching Catholic Doctors Association. Association. Yeah. So these are medical doctors mm. who are also Catholic. Mm. So there is an interface between religion and science. Mm-hmm. And they have strong positions on both sides. We all know how sides. that turns out. Exactly. So the doctors are like abstain from this vaccine because our concerns are the the you know the safety of the vaccine, which is fine. I think we should really be investigating the safety of va- mm-hmm. vaccine and not just this one, all vaccines. Mm-hmm. Um, but their same position is, you know, what cervical cancer can be treated, can be screened for, can be done. This it kind of sounds like just go ahead and have the cancer we can do We're something about it <laughs> you know we can treat you for it when i'm just thinking and they are only focused on cervical cancer now hpv causes other kinds of cancers mm-hmm. it causes anal cancer 
which we know people are having anal sex. So mm. it seems like the the doctors mm. or the church is in denial that mm. there's only heterosexual <laughs> vagina penis sex that is happening. Mm-hmm. So they have ruled out the possibility that people can have anal sex. Mm. You can also get oral cancer from mm. HPV, mm-hmm. which means people are having oral sex. So mm-hmm. these are all areas that they're like blocked their mind to mm. the possibility of mm-hmm. happening. Mm. So, and that seems for them is if the only reason to give this HPV is for cervical, then we have a solution mm-hmm. for that, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. don't get the vaccine done. So what does that do for, for parents who are kind of like, I'm in the, I'm in the dark about the information, but I'm also very religious and mm-hmm. um, yeah. It's, yeah. It, I mean, it can be a tough call if you're like super strictly religious. But yeah. then I think they, like I said, I think you should have some, some measure of, uh, independent thinking that you should decide decide what you're going to decide. Yeah. I think the hardliners, hardliner Catholic, I don't, extremists, if I can call them, yeah. <laughs> extremist Catholics, yeah. maybe, I, I, I don't know how predominant that is that they would actually follow that. And then yeah. in some would, just because, you know, it's the, the, cool, cope, the cool Pope has said so. <laughs> yeah. um, but then I think, I think your question <clears throat> touches on a larger kind of question, uh, not just with HPV, but the Catholic Church's stance on anything. Mm-hmm. The Catholic Church's stance on uh, abortion, the Catholic Church's stance on HPV, contraception. Uh, the division, even even like if you go more generally, the division between church and state. Yeah, um, and that has always been a thing that has been problematic because, as you know, back in the day, popes and religious leaders mm-hmm. were lead uh, and are still, were and still are running countries yeah right yeah uh, and that means policies affected yeah. uh, it's policed and mm-hmm. enforced uh, according to religion uh, and and that can be problematic and especially because you know the even the bible itself is a document that is very uh, schizophrenic in a way because the old testament says something and then the new testament says right. yeah, another thing and then you know people are like if it's in the bible it's the truth so yeah. then why aren't they living you know all the leviticus arguments you know <laughs> yeah. beards and covering why aren't people living like that any, yeah. anymore so um, I think the question about uh, how do we separate church and state yeah. luckily for us in Kenya we don't have that kind of strict kind of um, dog, you know dogma mm-hmm. of uh, you know dogged following of religion um but the concern is like you said for the the few who just follow follow it blindly almost cultishly that Mm -hmm. you know if if this has been said by the church leader then we must do it right completely without consideration of the facts yeah at hand yeah um and unfortunately there's not a lot of data available especially if you're if you're in mashinani yeah you know so at least us we can be like oh yeah you know um uh, I read about it I and remember, I know yeah. the Pope has said this, but then I, I can I do the other my thing. Doctor, yeah. But there's a lot of people, uh, because the church is also seen to be a, a point of information dissemination, uh, the people who don't have access to information assume that the church has done their homework yeah. and have seen the evidence right, exactly. and have understood the consequences. Because and then they say, based on our view yeah. and our investigation interrogation of the issue yeah then you should not be doing that and and i think what you're saying in the what you said in the beginning is that actually they haven't they're not they're not the evidence shows things that are completely different yeah and i mean yes there's concerns that some people there's been side effects but i think that is true of anything any Mm -hmm. drug any vaccine any medical procedure there's going to be the few who will be adversely affected Mm -hmm. but i think um, these things have been taken into account. And especially when you're talking about something like cervical cancer, which globally kills upwards of 300,000 women mm-hmm. annually. Mm. 
cervical cancer and it is the one cancer of all the cancers that can be prevented by a vaccine mm-hmm. why wouldn't people take steps to prevent it yeah. because all other cancers really there's really hardly anything you can do about preventing it 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 will happen or it won't happen but cervical is one where because there's a direct link between the virus mm-hmm. and the disease and they've found a way to kind of arrest that you how do you think they come up with these decisions I mean, um, don't don't they have like a scientific review committee yeah, or something like i don't a, know i don't know and i would love an opportunity to be able to sort of meet the catholic doctors association and just mm-hmm. find out what their stand is their position and their their you know objection mm-hmm. to something like this vaccine or to anything else because this is an interesting thing if your doctor let's say your gynecologist mm-hmm is a staunch catholic mm-hmm. and he's opposed to contraceptives mm-hmm. you know how do you have that conversation where you're like i want to tie my tubes or i want my 16 year old to be on birth control because i know she's going out into the world and i'm concerned that is you know is there an obligation for a doctor to declare whether they are in the catholic doctor association and therefore their advice is as per this because i've never asked i don't go to my doctor and they're like excuse me are you a catholic doctor because i know obviously <laughs> or a religious doctor yeah, you if know they're in the cda i suppose it's called yeah they would they are not going to prescribe certain things or not even going to offer me the opportunity to decide yeah because as a catholic doctor that is against not, their yeah. tenets and it's not limited to catholic doctors it's actually religious doctors i remember being in in college once uh going once. to once going to the gynecologist <laughs> and talking about birth control mm. and asking you know i wanted to know what options there were and she's like sex is only for married and that was her position and the conversation ended she's this like was sex a, at your college you yes, were a catholic college and it wasn't a catholic college yeah. it was a secular for all that i know and this was at the student health center and she was like a catholic or something oh, she, oh, she was religious <laughs> yeah. and she had a position about sex and how it is only to be experienced in a so marriage relationship to you. yeah so i was asking i want to know about what contraceptives i can use you know um you know tell me about birth control what is available side effects etc and she's like we're not having that conversation because sex only happens or only should happen she was, in a she judged you she judged me immediately and she ended that conversation so i was just like on a college campus you know there's all kinds of of, of yes. kinky business happening mm-hmm. so but if the healthcare provider already has a you know a stance mm-hmm. based on her personal preferences yeah. how does that affect you as the person seeking the service are you likely to go back to a health center and get that information or are you going to go and google or ask your friends or get into yeah. some I think there should be full disclosure for yeah. all doctors if they are if they are secular or their religious views are going to affect, affect the way you. Yeah. they advice they give to to their patients yeah. because I mean I may be a completely different faith Yeah. I may not believe in that at all so I or need to anything <laughs> you know Yeah I, I I that that should be disclosed Yeah um but yeah there is a, there is a real challenge where uh where does where do science and religion intersect mm-hmm. apart from the what are those people called science scientologists scientologists are those guys even based I in I don't even think they are scientists that's just the, in the name they're just the, the extent <laughs> to which they are in science is in the I, name <laughs> that play, i want to i want to meet a scientologist because i have too many questions i'm like what what occurs in your mind what what is occurring help me right understand now, yeah understand <laughs> atoms are bumping into each other so um, yeah so so if you if you say i want to vaccinate my kids because their recommendation is when they get to nine years old that's mm-hmm. when they should receive this vaccine so you call your pediatrician and you're like yeah 
as we are signing up for HPV and the petition is like, no, because, and not based on, you know, the risk factors of yeah. the vaccine, but because of their religious position. Yeah. Do you dump the pediatrician? Or do you, and this is someone that you've had since your baby was an infant. And yeah. you were hoping to have them until your baby was, you know, 22. Yeah, I mean, it depends on you. If you're yeah. Catholic and they're Catholic and you're like, we are Catholicing together, <laughs> you're fine. That's fine with you. Yeah. But if if you're, the way you are prescribing or, or delivering your service, your healthcare service, is based on your own beliefs that you don't care whether they intersect with mine, yeah. then that's a big problem for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely I would want to know. Yeah. Um, so what's what's going on? What's the what's the situation now in, in Kenya? Um, so what I what I read from the Catholic Doctors Association is that they're just calling for a suspension of the vaccination process. And you know, I mean, how many doctors are the Catholic? I don't doctors, even know. And I and I think Paka, they have an association lobby group. Yeah. Mm. So they do have some influence. Mm. Um so I don't know what happens next in terms of the government's response, the WHO's response is known is like, yeah, get vaccinated. Mm. Um, but the Kenyan Ministry of Health, you know, because we might try and dismiss this association mm. and the church itself, but I know that they have a very big influence. Yeah, they have a big influence. And so that will affect people's willingness or, you know. I think what I get. would say, I think, I think they just need to... I would church Vatican church if you're listening <laughs> right now please have a little bit more responsibility in dishing and you know honestly I'm also speaking for a place of ignorance because I have no yeah. idea how they do their investigations right uh, for all I know maybe they've done some research and have decided using this their own two no doctors yeah. that this is no good yeah. I don't know that for sure but yeah. I think there's a sense of responsibility and realism yeah. that they need to inject in how they they make how they make their positions right um that plus they need to they need to realize what's happening in the world if you if we're going to get religious yeah <laughs> i'm saying yeah look we had the old testament kina abraham and kina joseph and, those and guys, their friends those guys in the old testament <laughs> eh? uh and the squad yeah they when jesus came jesus was like ah no that was no 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 we're not doing that anymore ten commandments they've made them two two three style you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. 140 characters that's yeah. it all love yourself love god whatever love those are neighbor. the ones yeah. yeah um and i think we also and i think what jesus was telling us at that time was that you need to go with the times yeah you need to make it happen for Get the people the we're program. not slaughtering we're not slaughtering people anymore the yeah. abraham had was going to go and kill Slaughter isaac his son, yeah. can you imagine if someone came and said hey you know I think I need to sacrifice my, my first. Child. I mean, guys would be like, please, DCI, to jail. Puja, yeah. do something. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there was a time and place for those two things. There's a time, if based on religion, there was a time when uh, the New Testament time, and now we have, the world has evolved, and you need to keep up with the times. Yeah. The times are saying people are having sex. People are having sex before they're married. People are having, people are. There's rape. There's all these many things that there's are happening. There's kids having sex. There's kids having sex. Uh, yeah. There's forced marriages. <laughs> yeah. There's all types of uh, sexual contexts that are happening. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to be a responsible church, you cannot assume that there's only one type of world, uh, Vatican-based world that yeah. you're living in, uh, and put yourself in the real world. I had a little bit of hope with our new pre uh, priest, Pope. Yeah. Because he seemed to be, you know, he was, he a, was, a, cool a, he was like a nightclub. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm sure at the nightclub he saw his fair share of 
extra or extramarital <laughs> and also premarital <laughs> sex. Yes. Um, so he sh- he should know what was going on. I we had a little bit of hope that with his guidance, the church, and it has a little bit to his uh, to his credit that yeah. it has moved a little bit into the real world. Yeah. Uh, but the Vatican, as I understand it, and from all the fiction books I've read, Dan Brown included. <laughs> uh, it is like a place. It's a it's a very cartelish, yeah. mafia mafiaish yeah. place, um, and there are different interests involved that make decisions go in different ways. Mm. So, um, I don't really see the Catholic Church being seen as a responsible party in terms of this in this aspect. Yeah, I think if they say no HPV uh, vaccine, Same. that it, they they're going to stick to that position. Uh, and unfortunately, we're just going to have to hope that people are smart enough to do their own homework, uh, whether you're Catholic or not, or not yeah. to, to, to do your homework and decide whether or not you're going to get the, the whatever. Now, Especially me, for as your a Catholic, kids. I, mean, yeah. I had no idea that I needed to this tetanus, uh, not tetanus. HPV? The, the HPV thing. Yeah. When, when, what's the details? To give us the details. Okay, now the vaccine is recommended for children. Because At what age? Nine. Uh-huh. Because there's an assumption that they've not had sexual exposure. For us as adults, it's a lost cause. You probably have <laughs> 12 HPV strains that you're walking around with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's recommended for children, nine years old, both boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, girls where, do, where, does it, where does it come from? Like no. it's, 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 it's an STD. It's an STD. It's, it's herpes. It's yeah. chlamydia. It's all of so those things. So it can't be passed on from mother to child? No. Okay. At least not yet. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's sexual interaction, whether that is through actual penetrative sex or whether mm-hmm. it is anal or whether it is oral. Mm-hmm. Those are the main... Kissing? I don't know, because it depends. If that person has HPV in their mouth, Maybe. if they kiss you, yeah. So it's, you know, and it can spread. It hey, can move around your you me. I'm so happy I'm not in the dating pool anymore. <laughs> I know. Because I would be like, this is your AIDS tests and this is your HPV tests. Please call yeah. me with the results. So what is supposed to happen now, because there are tests that can check for HPV and tell you whether you're high risk or not. So mm-hmm. what would happen typically is if you went to your doctor as, a, as an adult female um, and they did a pap, so what they do typically is that they'll, they will scrape cells from your cervix Mm -hmm. and they'll put them on a slide and they can see if there's precancerous cells. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, they can do another test where they look for the HPV Mm -hmm. and then they can identify it by the strain and they Mm -hmm. can say, oh, you have 16 or 18, Mm -hmm. which are the high risk ones, or you have this other one that is not, it's not an issue. Mm -hmm. If you have 16 and 18 means we have to monitor you closely. Mm -hmm. So depending on what your doctor proposes, you may require annual Mm -hmm. pap smears just to make sure that you're not developing the cancerous cells, mm. which is all well and good. But we know for a fact that a lot of us are not going to go to that mm-hmm. extra level of getting tested. And it's, you have to request it, I guess. Eh? You have to request mm. your doctor and say, it's can like part you... Of the general, it isn't. Yeah. A lot of doctors are not thinking about it mm. or are even aware that there are tests that can check for it. Yeah. So unless you tell your doctor specifically, can you check for this? Um, I just want to know to be sure so that I'm, you know, I'm on top of things. Yeah. So I think it's good to, especially for you, because you guys don't know, but Sophie is the person who goes to doctors and instructs and them <laughs> what they're going to do and how they're going to do, do it, it and brings the paperwork to prove it. Exactly. So yeah. 
So that is that is what would be the ideal is that people mm. are taking control of their healthcare, but that is not likely to happen. A lot mm. of people don't have the information or the time mm-hmm. to chase mm-hmm. and inquire. So and also it's a it's a position of responsibility. A doctor is a person who disseminates the information to you, right? And healthcare is it's it's a collaborative effort. It's you working with your doctor. It's not mm-hmm. just one person listening and another yeah. one taking instructions. Mm-hmm. So if you have children and they're approaching the age of nine and you're thinking, okay there's this thing and the likelihood of exposure is very high like i've said if mm. your child is going to have sex they will come they will be exposed to it mm. now it's just a matter of which one they'll be exposed mm-hmm. to so do you take the step and vaccinate them against these two strains do because they still need to be getting as as new strains come out no these keep- no because whatever they have identified is these are these two 16 and 18 are the main ones responsible for and that they've been the main ones since like since forever and yeah. and the vaccine targets these two mm-hmm. because like i said there's a hundred strains of vac- mm-hmm. of hpv there's no point making vaccines for mm-hmm. all of them because most of them are just benign you carry mm-hmm. them like you know your pals mm-hmm. so 16 and 18 are the problematic ones mm-hmm. so as a parent and for me as a parent of girls i have to think about cervical cancer if there's one cancer i can prevent that is the one i want to be mm-hmm thinking about yeah. because and preventing because the others like i said is fluke you yeah. may or may not get it and there's nothing really you can do about that so should i i'm i'm torn because there's a one part i'm worried like what are the side effects i don't know enough yeah, about the know vaccine about it, yeah. and there's not been enough time to but collect it, data yeah i guess uh, there's not been enough today uh, well I, i suppose you you make that call you make you, that you know, call at least you're in a position of education where I can find that you out. can yeah. and, and hopefully through after this podcast we will post some of the findings on, yeah. the, on the links that you can that our listeners can listen can read yeah. um but definitely i would yeah. I, if if the side i mean i don't want to give a, a, a vaccine and then like have her go blind you know like the side <laughs> effects need to be really you know within reason within, and that's and but then that's the thing that's true of every vaccine mm-hmm. whether you're doing one for meningitis i mean you remember there's been a whole and continues to be a whole debate about mmr and autism mm-hmm. you know that debate is continuous and hot but what about the polio one what about the one for tetanus what about bcg Mm -hmm. you know all of them we should be asking those questions like what are the side effects and you know there's going to be side effects Mm. that is a given there's nothing we can do about that but But some of those like bcg i don't know if there's been any issue about those they've been giving bcg since forever knows when and we've not seen any known There's always going to be let me just let's just demystify that. Yeah. There's going to be people who will be adversely affected by something mm-hmm. that doesn't affect the majority of the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so those are exceptions. That is a given. Yeah. So, but the numbers that are permissible even under medical standards we say five people out of one million we can yeah. be like okay. but that's not the reason not to give the, te- the tetanus vaccine or any vaccine i mean, I mean not the tetanus reason. the hpv vaccine because yeah. you still give your child a bcg knowing that there was some sort of risk yeah that's the thing but, and, and the risk we at least we perceive the risk to be very minimal minimal the right. only thing is that we don't know if the risk for hpv is minimal or yeah not. Uh, and we need to do a little bit more homework a little on that. bit more homework and for me i think the the church has to come clear I think for them the sticky point is that HPV is an STD. Mm-hmm. So for them is like if we can eliminate sex problem solved then your kids do not It's need. Not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. So that's the pit, the bit of misinformation mm-hmm. and because they are refusing to address that that is the key issue. I mean let's just be realistic and accept that yeah. where we live our kids are going to have sex. I mean we want them to because I'd be concerned if they didn't yeah. have it I'd be like what's wrong with you? <laughs> But I think our standards <laughs> you and me yeah. I think we 
definitely our kids should be our girls should be having and your boy yeah, see how, how do you test for actually the question was how how do you test for the boy uh, like a sperm sample i don't know that's the thing there's no test for men because as as far as we know men are just carriers mm. they may or may not have any effect mm. they could even be carrying the deadly 16 and the 18 mm. but you know unless it, them. it yeah they could just be carriers. which is problematic because now if your child is a carrier is just infecting mm. you know you don't want your child to be the carrier yeah yeah so, so but then, then, good. then is there something for the boys to take to stop them for, to to stop them uh, spreading the, the yeah so they can HPV. get vaccinated just like the girls yeah yeah at age of nine okay. they get the hpv that covers 16 and 18 mm-hmm. so hopefully okay. they're they're good to go from there but anyway it's a very interesting conversation about mm. you know let's follow it and see what happens yeah. if you find anything let's post it on our link definitely for our, will. our listeners yeah um but yeah i think the, our message today is be responsible be informed uh don't take you know some things as a gospel truth pun intended uh-huh. uh, and, and that's uh, from either side either from your doctor or from the priest yes yes exactly, you need to exactly and for, educate yourself educate yourself yeah yeah doctors actually don't know everything What yeah, I you found know that is that most doctors <laughs> don't know most Nothing. of anything. <laughs> I don't even know what they do in med school. I yeah. think they just look at pictures. Yeah. They just go and cut up but cadavers yeah. and are like, what? They're like this is their uterus. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. No, we of... don't. We're just joking our medical listeners. <laughs> <laughs> are we though? Are we though? Um, but yeah, I think it's it's about empowering yourselves. Yeah. Uh, both as patients and as doctors get the information work with your patients if you're a mm-hmm. doctor and say what do you know yeah. about this and be honest about your your, your views. the basis of your you know yeah. your healthcare provision Position, yeah. yeah and what you're able to provide and not yeah. able and if to you're a doctor in the CDA you need to know you know disclaimer or other, or other religious yeah and you don't have to be outwardly about it you can just put a statue or icon yeah. of <laughs> of mother mary and I you can be like the, i know like, <laughs> oh. like oh why is mother mary it's because i'm in the city <laughs> oh, okay i'm leaving exactly yeah. <laughs> so, so. that's it for today folks thank you as always for tuning in um send us your thoughts about this on all our platforms would you would you t- uh do the give your child the vaccine right in do the you have concerns do you have additional information please share yes no tweet us at chokmaoni c h o p m o n i also on facebook uh, and instagram we'd love to hear from you until next time stay safe cheerio bye